right, everyone. Salaamu Alaikum Warahmatullahi Wabarakatuh. Welcome to another episode of the Brotherhood Softball League podcast. I am your host, Imad Ahmed, and I am joined by two lovely individuals, both rocking the mustache. I got Safwan from the Abbasids, and I got Owais Ansari from the Sultans. How's it going, boys? Assalamu Alaikum, brothers. Excellent for me, man. How are y'all doing? Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, you know, I get a chance to speak with Safwan, you know, about his mustache change, you know, was it because always looked that pretty with it? Uh, you had to rock it? I don't know. There's a lot of, a lot of conversation here. No, but for MJ, sure, for sure. Doing? Emulating you, brother. Uh, that's, that's, those are just facts, for sure. You inspired me. And no, no cap. No, for real. Like, you did, you did. Ladies Listen, and gentlemen, man, you're got, here first. We got trendsetters on this podcast. Let's kick things off with our sponsor. This week's sponsor is Muslim Community Services. Muslim Community Services is a group of diverse professionals dedicated to enhancing newcomer community engagement. They offer a wide range of services and learning opportunities to connect newcomers to a better future in an ever-changing Canadian society. Visit mcsservices.org for more information. So let's kick things off. Like what happened last week, guys? I heard there were some some walk-offs happening. Safwan, I heard uh, I heard uh, who may may have walked it off for your team. Why don't you, why don't you, uh, why don't you tell us about that? Yeah, man. Happy to do that. Uh, yeah. Islamical man. Thanks for having me again. Um, hola or nothing. Uh, stand up. Um, oh, there. yeah. <laughs> who made <laughs> man. Um, so happy for the brother, uh, bottom of the seventh down two runs, bases loaded. Um, it might've been a full count. Don't quote me on that one. Um, the, the, the defense, um, yeah. Selyuk did a great job. The defense was playing him to shift too. And then, yeah, uh, what was it, Basel? Basel just threw it down the middle. And my guy, who made Khan, just just ripped it, man, over it. I, and I was at second base, and I was like, yo, this ball is flying. And uh, alhamdulillah for us, uh, it went over the fence, and it was just mayhem after that. I think I saw some Gatorade go over who made's head. <laughs> I, was, everybody was just riling on top of him. I'm so happy for the brother. Uh, it was, like, the best moment. I hope he had a chance to round the bases. But, yeah, we, walk, we walked it off. Um, shout out to Salyuk State. They played awesome. Uh, Samir, Ishmael, uh, Tahir did his thing. Basel did his thing. Um, that whole team just played lights out um, with a lot of heart right there. They, they made a huge comeback there at the end. But yeah, who made Khan so happy for the brother batting 11th and he helped his team win. Yeah, man, Dude, that's that awesome crazy. to hear. That was crazy. I was watching it from the sidelines and I was just like, damn, he smoked that ball over the fence. And he's the last person on the Abbasids to get on the board with the mm-hmm. home run. So everyone on the Abbasids has actually hit a home run this season. No other team is close to that. So big ups to the Abbasids, big ups to the GMs for, for drafting really well and draft, drafting those uh, late round sleepers who also got that home run pop. Uh, I think it's been a long, long time since we've seen, you know, a whole team get on the board in the home run column, right? No doubt. But you know, let's talk about something else really quickly. Was, was the juice that you guys needed, that awful playlist that you guys were playing throughout the goddamn like two games like oh my god like, Ray, <laughs> Rayhan specifically told me to let you guys know fix up that playlist because that was just we heard like what uh I don't know some old school survivor songs from like Rocky and stuff like what is going on Abbas it's talk to me about that no listen it was cheesy it's cheesy music I'm not even gonna lie about that but it's fun and it gets the guys like riled up. It gets us really? like just it gets us just loose. Um okay. loose as a loose as a goose, as I like to say. Um 
it just doesn't it makes us like not take ourselves too seriously that we can just like joke and have fun with each other and we throw in some bangers there too um like janoon uh these guys are telling me about oh, janoon just now. Janoon. yeah <laughs> so we got some hits in there too and and we're the playlist is it, it's evolving and it's, and it's going to be shared amongst the team so you're going to hear some more bangers coming up um Sounds i know good. i know ray's i know ray's got it on the dj end but yeah, yeah. Let us let us have our thing. It's working so far. Where, <laughs> where we're winning with the, those tunes, so we're gonna keep it going. Yeah, I think the tunes just get everyone riled up. I think you played maybe "We Are the Champions" when you guys walked no, off. No, 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 no. So that's too. That's think, too premature. That's too premature right now. I think that was a, it. Was a little too early to play that song, but yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, whatever gets it gets you guys uh, hyped up. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, just so happy for who made them. Um, yeah, I know the moguls are, are are out there probably hating. They didn't want to see that happen, but <laughs> we got the, we got the, we got the walk off, and we'll take it. Um, we shouldn't have been in that position. Like I said, the salutes. We told those guys, um, hey man, it was just bad luck for you guys. We'll probably see those guys again in the playoffs. They're a really good team, but yeah, on this day we we got it, and happy for that, man. Yeah, um, man. And we also had another game. We played the Nusrids at Birchwood Two. Um, which was a slugfest. I think Batar hit like 10 home runs in that game. Um, and Jibs also had a couple of like great day at the bat. Uh, at, at the bat. Um, also, just defensively, that team was really well. The, the, the main turning point there was when, when Bilal came into pitching. Um, he took the ball from our other guy, Aftab Khan, who's, who did a great job. But uh, in the middle of the game, Bilal came through and he kind of like he did. You, you can't really hold anybody down, but he did his best and he kept our um, defense in and he kept the guys in the park. So Bilal, yeah, he can do it with the bat. We all see that. But when he did it, with, he, does, he can do it with the ball, too. And he proved that last week and he did it again to the Nusters this week. So good day for the Abbasids. Um, we're just rolling right now not taking ourselves too seriously. We're getting some lucky bounces here and there, but yeah, we got the two victories last week and that's how our week went. Yeah. You guys have a lot of pitching depth. You got Aftab pitching, you got Bilal pitching, you got Ali Jabbar pitching, but I think we'll talk a little bit about that later. I want to talk a little bit about the Mughals. They also, uh, I believe went two and O they had a walk-off against the Ottomans. So, you know, walk-offs galore this week. I think, I think it was their sub, Abdo, that actually hit the walk-off. I'm not too sure about that. But, you know, these guys are, are bringing a lot of energy to the, to the games. Yeah. I, I was also playing in the second game, and we put up a good fight um, against the Mughals. Uh, we put up 17 runs. They put up 21 runs. We put up seven in the last inning, uh, in the second last inning, and then we were down by one run, and then they put up a couple runs, and then they shut us out, I think, in the, in the top half of that inning. Um, maybe Ismail hit a home run, but, uh, like – there, there's there was a lot of home runs being hit on Birchwood. Listen, man. Week. Listen, let me say first of all, I want to give a shout out to Rayhan because he's got a hundred, he's made that century home run mark career wise in Brotherhood. And I think that's an incredible and what's, what's that buzzer? Hey. He has that buzz, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So shout outs to Ray. Uh, you know, you've been doing great things in the league for a long, long hey, time. BSS uh, yeah, stats say like maybe 80% of those home runs were in virtual two, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> just just joking, just joking. This guy's incredible. But, um, you know, speaking of the moguls, you know, also Crazy had a great, great outing. Um, I think yeah. he got player of the week this week, and I know that probably meant a lot to him. Um, yeah, big but, up to you Crazy, know, man. Shout outs to Birchwood two for the moguls. Come to Birchwood one. I think they've won maybe 10% of their games at Birchwood one. And sultans actually played them this week in birchwood one and last time we played sultans took their number and that's when we started getting rolling with our uh, you know confidence and you know, our win streak that's kind of like the moment you know 
But yeah. uh, I want to give a huge shout out to IQ because he spoke up in our fantasy baseball group chat when we were talking about BSL and I'm quoting IQ and what he said, but he said that the moguls are eight and zero on Birchwood two, but four and four on Birchwood one. Wow. And they've been outscored by 32 in those four losses on Birchwood one. Are those facts? Is that a real, is those I, are I trust facts, it? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's yeah. what IQ he said says, in our group chat. Listen, he's, he's IQ he's, for he's a reason. Sneaky. He looks he's at sneaky. the analytics. We need him on the podcast. We need him on the podcast. We need him and Ducky on the podcast, and we'll have some. There you go. Some conflicting Excel analysis going on (laughs) there. But look at that. Like it's they're four and four on Birchwood one, outscored by thirty-two in their losses. Uh, And I think that's a really, really big reason for why people have overrated the Mughals. Right? They perform on Birchwood two, but they have not performed on Birchwood one. And we're playing the playoff games on Birchwood one, so it's going to be really, really interesting to see how it plays out. Mm-hmm. and it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a ride it's gonna be Absolutely. a ride i th- i think um just going back to the moguls and ottomans for a second i just want to talk about that game because i had a chance to eat my church's chicken with the with the cheese the, the cheese the cake on a stick cake yep. yeah yeah shout out to that man that was decadent yeah shout out um, to their charity day man they did a great job yeah, so the Ottomans, man, they really picked up their bats in the last two innings, right? They dropped eight runs on them. I think Abdullah Akhtar had a couple of home runs. They, the brothers picking up his bat, right? And they were missing a couple of big bats as well, too. Tamur and Imran Merchant. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I was watching the last inning, and, and they, they got uh, – they being the moguls got very lucky because there was a couple bad hops by the Ottomans, like very routine plays that they know that they should have made. And they probably feel like they gave given the game away. I'm looking at the Ottomans record and they only have what six wins, but I'm, if, if they're, if I'm thinking of the Ottomans, they've given away like two or three victories. The moguls being one of them just now, um, because that was a two out rally that they scored the two runs on. And mm-hmm. what happened there too, was um, as Abdu was rounding home, Ray sent him home, right? Ray was sending him home and the guy, if, um, if their catcher had just caught the ball, it was a bad throw, but if the catcher had just caught the ball, he would have been out. So they, they got a couple of breaks there. We all do. It's a long season. Everybody catches some breaks. It seems like they catch a lot more breaks at Birchwood too, but I'm feeling bad a little bit for the Ottomans. They're, the player absences, the point about last week, uh, really affected them uh, with that game. Uh, they should be trending upwards. Um, but yeah, the moguls, they, they dodged one there with the Ottomans. I, I just wanted to point out. And then um, with the Sultans, um, yeah, I'll just pass that to a waste because I think you should even just mention the first game there, the Sultans and so you, because that looks like a Yeah, I think, I think, I think we'll, we're just going to have to go and ask you guys both some questions and just kind of go rapid fire a little bit. But a waste, man, talk about that comeback against the Selyuks, bro. Yeah, man, like, First of all, the Selyuks are one of those teams I absolutely can't stand playing because I love the guys too much. But at the same time, they've whooped our butt in the worst ways where we have the lead, we have the game, and then they just turn on the defense or they turn on, you know, they, I think they walked off against us twice. And that just destroys my morale as a, as, as a, as like a, a manager. Like, you know, you're, you're like, how the hell did we let that happen? Right. Mm-hmm. And so this was redemption week for us. And I said, to my team, if we lose to these guys, I swear to God, there's going to be no one worse than me. Absolutely no one worse than me. And not going to lie, early in the game, they had us uh, by, uh, you know, they had us. They had our number. We were hitting right to them. They were making some great plays. Um, and then, you know, thankfully, our defense kind of kept it in, in check, too. But I think what happened is we, we tried a new sort of lineup. And 
on top of that, some guys came back after a while, like Arif, we haven't had for like the entire season. Um, and Hamid was away because of Zayn's, uh, you know, marriage. So that whole um, loss and then them coming back and not really having like full practice might have affected the early stage of the game. But then, you know, like in classic Sultan's uh, fashion, we, we really found a way. We started hitting well, guys got on bags. And then, you know, the big guys took care of the rest. Like, actually, not even big guys. Everybody took care of the rest. And we came back and won that game. And that felt amazing. And I'll be honest with you, like, sometimes there's, you know, a collection of things that have to happen for you to, you know, win a game. In this one, I can point out four reasons why we came back. Apart from just hitting, Omer Jabbar, Omer Jabbar, Omer Jabbar. (laughs) Now, let me explain why. There was was a really important inning. Exactly. All three of them, because he made three insane catches that were diving catches and diving efforts where, you know, they would have cleared the bags. You know, they had guys on and he would just and he was a magnet to the ball. And so those are game changing moments. And you need your top guys and your top defensive guys to make those plays. So you have a chance to come back. And this is why I love um, having, you know, that that power, that ability. Um, and he's also a charismatic guy because once that happens, the rest of the team goes, shit, man. I sorry, shoot, that guy just put his body on the line and he made an incredible catch. Let's yeah. also bring that energy and, and, and win this game. You know, it really gives you the hope. So shout out to Omer. Um, and we were really happy with that win. But, you know, again, Seljuk's incredible team. Incredible, incredible, incredible. And it also sucks because you have to hit uh, Basil because Basil's a great pitcher. But, you know, he's also a very dear friend of mine. Um, but it is what it is. We finally got the upper hand in this particular game. So, yeah, I mean, like defense speaks for itself. Right. And I also want to give a quick shout out to someone on my team who also made an insane, insane, insane defensive play. You don't ever see this in BSL, but big, big, big shout out to Mike, my GM. He made oh yeah, a crazy, crazy catch. He robbed a home run. He jumped. He didn't just like stand in front of the Birchwood one fence. He jumped over the fence, caught uh, caught it, robbed the home run, was dangling, and then fell over onto the other side, and then oh, threw wow. it back in. It should have been a triple play, but because he fell over the fence, ah. they had to stop the play. But who, it was who it, did you rob? The, who did he rob? Uh, it, was, it was Shaheen on the Mamluks. Uh, so oh. like defense just gets you riled up. I can like all of us were so hyped after that. We didn't end up winning the game, but like, I mean, like it, it does have an effect on, on morale. Right. So, I mean, if Omer is making sick catches like that, we also got to give a big shout out to people like Mike, who are also making catches in left center field. Maybe these guys are going to be competing for that gold glove. Right. So mm-hmm. looking great, uh, looking great on the field, these guys. Uh, Sifuan, I actually have a question for you. So we mentioned about the pitchers before uh, we talked about Bilal, we talked about Astab and we talked about Ali Jabbar. So the Abbasids have won four straight games without their starting pitcher, Ali Jabbar. Has he lost his starting job? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> hey, like, no, 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 no. Like, shout out to Ali Jabbar, man. First of all, I feel like the dude doesn't get his flowers. Every time we talk about the Abbasids, like, people didn't really remember, like, who's pitching for us. No, the uh, Abbasids, they're a hitting team, whatever. Go look at our runs against. It's, like, one of the lowest um for a reason and Ali Jabbar had a lot to do with that brother missed the last couple of weeks probably had you know some family arrangements you know um where he had to go do something so I don't think people should be losing their jobs over that ultimately it comes down to the brain trust 
Um, so Bilal, Mo, Yusuf, um, and maybe they'll consult other people uh, who's going to make that decision. The Abbasids, um, I feel like the, the brain trust there, um, just speaking, like just taking a step back, they have very high IQ um, when it comes to like fielding and positioning, they'll make the best decision, but I don't think Ali Jabbar should be uh, losing a starting spot just because he went on vacation or there's something going on. Despite the fact that, yes, um, Aftab Khan, he came in, he held it down against the Seljuks, right? Like he held them to seven runs. Like that's, that's amazing. Bilal won against the Mughals. He only let the Mughals have eight runs. And then he came and only gave up like five runs against the Nusrits, right? So without our starting pitcher, we've beaten the top two, three teams in, in brotherhood. Uh, but what I do still think that Ali Jabbar just shows like the versatility and depth of our squad. And it's a good problem to have. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I'll just leave it as you'll see on Sunday. Yeah, yes. baby. I think, I think it's, it's, it's really, really unique to see a team that actually has this kind of pitching depth. Cause we see a lot of like kind of random pitchers coming in, like people who haven't pitched before last week, we saw Taher come in. He doesn't really pitch and he did a fantastic job. Right. And then in other cases, we've had many pitchers who have given up a lot of runs. And one of those pitchers maybe last week was Omer Shabar actually. So, Owais, why don't you tell us a little bit about what happened? Why was Umer pitching instead of Rizwan? Is this a strategy you think you'll continue with moving forward? Uh, like, why, why, why the switch from from Riz to from Riz to Umer? That's a good question. Um, I think mainly it's uh, it's got to do with our umpire. Uh, you know, love love our umpire, especially Frank. But then there's a few that you know, may just have an ego problem and they just don't like Riz, right? So, you know, Riz is naturally a, a much a higher, you know, stretching that 12 feet sort of uh, mark as a pitcher. But uh, I think the last time we played, that, that empire was giving us a lot of trouble. So what we decided was maybe Omer had already mentioned that he would like to be a backup pick, pitcher early in the season. So, you know, if you have that sort of talent, um, why not try it, right? So, we tried it, you, you know, Riz moved to shortstop and then I moved out into the outfield. Um, but, you know, the, the, it's actually kind of deceptive. That game we gave away. It wasn't necessarily a, a, like Omer pitching bad or anything like that. It really mm -hmm. just came down to really costly errors uh, in the defensive end, right? So Omer did an incredible. The balls were hit right to us. Just, it's hard to say, but like error after error after error. And it's like routine stuff. So as a team, you know, you, you sit back and you're like, what could we have done better? And really it just came down to execution on the defensive end. So shout out to Omer for subbing in and doing a fantastic job. Um, but we know what to do going forward. And again, like sometimes it's good to show something else because, you know, pitchers may get um, targeted in a certain way. Um, and also like people probably don't know what to expect when Omer pitches, right? It's very different than seeing a Riz pitch, right? Because Riz has been pitching in this loop forever. So just something different to see if uh, teams don't adjust very well to his type of pitching. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I remember playing against you guys maybe like two or three weeks ago, and it was on Birchwood 2 with a certain umpire. And actually, I don't even remember who the umpire is, right? No need to name names. But Riz was pitching the first inning, and then he just kept getting get, he kept getting called out for pitching illegal, 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 illegal. And then you could see that he was just frustrated. He was just like, I'm sick of this. And then Omer came in and then uh, he pitched pretty well. And I guess it's kind of, uh, it's kind of, uh, it's kind of going for you guys. So I guess big shout out to Omer. He's kind of, 
Shohei Otani now in a way, right? There you go. No, no, no. That's that's Ray, man. That's Ray. Because he did it you all know, season. we got a lot. Hey, hey, hey. We got a lot of Shohei Otani. But, yeah, okay. no, no, no. Yeah, Let's no. look at the number count. For sure, for sure. Okay. For sure. Yep. okay. I mean, Saf could be Shohei Otani the way he hits the ball. And maybe if he finds his way pitching for the Abbasis, he could be Shohei Otani as well. Yo, Saf, I actually have another question. Like, you've shown that you could hit like with power to all the fields. I've seen you clear the 300 foot fences at Brickyard on nights. What's your approach to hitting during an at bat? Cause do you determine where you want to hit the ball, like in advance or based off of the defensive alignment or just based off of where the pitch pitches to you? Because it's kind of crazy. Cause you look at your hitting chart and the ball is just sprayed everywhere. There's, there's home runs to center field. There's home runs down the left field line and there's home runs down the right field line. It's, it's insane. It's like no other person in the league has a hitting chart that green with that much spray. So tell us about it, Safwan. Come on. All it's going to cost is $4.99, a monthly subscription. Um, I'm taking uh, inputs right now. So just hit up Halal or Nothing on TikTok and just, no, oh, yeah. joke, joking, joking. Um, <laughs> well, I'll get it for free, right? I'll get the, I'll get the stuff for free, right? <laughs> Absolutely, I'll teach man. you some free food. There you go. There you go. Um, yeah, man. Uh, thanks for the question. It's just like, awesome to even get that opportunity to talk about it uh i think there's lots of factors that go in i never try to okay so yeah one like three four thing points i'll just bring up is like yeah i never try to see the defense and then try to hit to like an open part because that would just mess my game up um i've noticed like i don't try to count my like last at bats but i feel like every time i do get out it's because i tried to do something that the defenders showed me so, so what I try to do is just, I go with the pitch, obviously, if it's inside, you, 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 you try to pull it. If it's, if it's outside, you try to go with it to the oppo. And if it's down the middle, you can go anywhere really. Um, yeah. Like the wind is also a factor. So you don't want to be hitting into the wind. Um, most of the times, so, I mean, if you, if you got it, you got it that day. Um, and yeah, just try to get like the good, the good head uh, on the ball. And just let it rip, man. <laughs> I just try to let it rip, man, because even if the guy's there and I hit it right to him, um, like I don't care for an error because it's going to be hit hard and he's going to mm-hmm. have to make a good catch, right? So, yeah, I'll tip my cap if he gets the catch. Um, but I don't really try to, like, hit for open spots. If it does hit there, even better because then it's, like, extra bases. But I don't really try to look at the defenders. I, does that kind of make sense? Of course. It makes sense to me. Makes too much sense to me. Yeah, actually. I, I guess the if only, only, the only if thing only is, I had is, that much power. Come on. You, yeah. Okay. So basically, yeah, you have to. Um, I don't have to say you. Have, you don't have to like lift weights, but yeah, like Ahmed Ahmad, shout out to him. Like he gave me like a off season like workout regimen. Um. Again, yeah, four ninety nine. Hello or nothing. DM him. Mm-hmm. We'll get you on that. Pro- <laughs> we'll get you on the program. Uh, it, it works. Um, I'm not even gonna lie; it, it it totally works because some of these balls that I hit, I I did the same thing last year. You guys didn't want to interview me last year because it's not going over the fence. Now it's just the mm. same thing, but it's just going over the fence because you know, uh, man's got a little bit stronger. So yeah, like, um, shout out to Ahmed Ahmad. Thanks for that. Um, but yeah, you got to put the work in probably like outside of the softball field a little bit. You got to do those lunges and squats. Um, there you go. Yeah, so that's that's the last thing. Yeah, to get the power up, you just gotta like work out a little bit. I'll tell you what, I'm definitely not headed that direction with all the free food that I'm eating. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe, maybe we'll have to switch it up, and and I'll have to strictly be on that workout regimen, right? 
Um, and then Oase, bro, I have one last question for you, bro. The Sultans are four and one, right? A lot of people didn't see that coming. They're four and one in their last five games. A lot of people didn't see that coming. So do you think that this is your stride that you're hitting right now going in, going two weeks, we're two weeks before the playoffs. Like, is this your stride? Uh, like one of the main factors responsible for you winning so many games in the last, in the last couple of games and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think part of it, I mean, I'm, I, I want to give my team a lot of credit, but I, I also have to like, be honest is that there are teams that did not have a full roster on those particular weeks. So they were struggling to find people. And so we got two wins uh, as a result of shorter, shorter rosters. Right. So that's one thing um, that contributed to, to the success. But then, you know, guys are starting to fall into their roles, right? I think the important thing is, you know, not everyone's going to be a crazy. Not everyone's going to be a Safwan. Not everyone's going to be an Omer Jabbar, right? So, you know, just understanding, like, each person has a unique role to the team. And whether it be defensively, offensively, you got you to gotta play to your role. And I think people accepted that. And, you know, I want to give a lot of credit to my team. Like, um, you know, we've been putting guys in, in positions uh, that, you know, sometimes challenges them and they're up to the task. But then now we've kind of figured out who we want to put where because they've been the most successful there. And that's kind of what we've been um, big on because early in the season, it was defense. that was like mainly our struggle because we're a really good hitting team, but our defense was costing us a lot. And then now guys are just a lot more comfortable. So I think when you're a little bit more comfortable and you got that confidence that, yeah, I'm going to play the same position. Uh, it really helps. And when you can hit as good as anyone else in this, in this league, you know, it just it becomes a matter of how many can you contain for the other team? Uh, Cause you know, you're going to put up the runs. So that's kind of like how I attribute it. And I think, uh, again, it comes down to just trust. Um, our team has really, really, really trusted each other. Um, you know, no matter what we throw at them in terms of the lineup, um, you know, Riz has had a great season, but I also want to talk about like the bottom order, like, you know, guys like Essen had some incredible hits last week or even Kashif, man, Kashif, you know, we're going to talk about unsung heroes, uh, very soon. And I want to, I want to mention Kashif because he has just been not just a great outfielder for us, but he's been hitting clutch hit after clutch hit after clutch hit. And I think this is probably his best statistical season, but no one's really going to mention him because you know, gosh, not really regarded as the, you know, top three round pick or anything like that, but he's hitting as if he was a top three guy. So, um, yeah, I think I, and again, you get lucky bounces. I'm not going to say that we were perfect every single game, but you get lucky bounces. And if you make the intention to win the game, um, you know, things start to fall into place. And I think that rhythm is so important, especially at this time. So inshallah, you know, we continue, but, you know, to play your game. And I, I and mm-hmm. I say that to everyone, play your game. And you bring up a good point about like unsung heroes. I guess we'll kind of segue into like the next part of our conversation is like, who do you, who do you guys feel are, are like the most unnoticed kind of players this year? I know we've talked a lot, a lot, a lot about the guys who are at, you know, the top of the standings, the top of the stat sheets. Uh, we've got, we've talked about guys with the, the, the sexiest hair in the league, but like, who there is, you go. Who, who is the, I know, I know I get the title for that book, but who <laughs> is the most unnoticed player this year? And you kind of mentioned Gashif, so maybe Safwan, do you, do you maybe want to answer that? And always, you can feel free to, you know, list out another player after that. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna need a couple minutes. This was a hard question for me because when you use the word like unnoticed, it's like, what do you mean unnoticed, right? Like, I notice, so, I notice, I notice every brother, you know, like 
Uh, oh, this guy's pop- so cute. Yeah. Dash, I try to, yeah. I try to make an effort to talk to every brother, you know, out there. So yeah. What do you mean by unnoticed? So for example, I, maybe I'll give who I feel is in my opinion, one of the most unnoticed players in the league, someone who is quietly having a fantastic season, someone who is quietly having, um, quietly making a difference on whatever team that they're on. Uh, and my pick and Safwan, maybe you're thinking about this guy too, is Zan Kilji. Um, statistically he's having, I think I would say his best season ever, uh, in 2015, he hit six thirty six thirty six, but he only played four games, but this year, uh, he's leading the league in walks. So he gets someone who gets on base all the time. Um, he's hitting, he hit five home runs this year. So it's his career high in home runs. Uh, he's hit plenty of doubles. He is batting 605. And I think just on that really, really stacked a uh, lineup, you know, you got, you know, Safwan, obviously you, you got Bill on the team. We always talk about how Ducky's having like a much better season. Um, and then we always talk about like, you know, who's on the mound for you guys. But I think someone who's always consistently left out of the conversation for why the Abbasids are doing so well is Zan Kilji. He's a fantastic outfielder. He's a fantastic hitter. Uh, and I think he's making a huge difference on your team. So that's who I would personally say is the most yeah. unnoticed and untalked about player. Okay, yeah, I can take it from there. Okay, so I ha- I'm looking at my advanced statistics. So you said Zan mm-hmm. Kilji, right? I have him ranked as like the 26th player in our league based off the money ball statistic. So that's what's the money ball statistic. The money ball is the runs created formula. So that's, that's the numerators hits plus walks times total bases. Um, and the denominator is divided by at bats plus walks. That's so, boy. So, so that, so that will give you like a raw score and then relative to everybody else. So I got Zane at 26, but I started doing this for the last four weeks um, because I had a lot of free time. Uh, and um I got like eight guys here. Um, it's kind of really hard to say um, guys who are unnoticed because you guys, have, you, you commonly do the POTW. And I think this league is fantastic with the whole rewards and recognition. But yeah, I got, I got like three categories here. Guys who are, who've moved their average up a lot in the last month. Like I'm talking like 200 points or 100 points. So you got guys like Farouk Sani who just mm. in seven games, he was 567. But in his last six games, he's raised his average to 618. Um, it probably is, it's probably because he's got the baby on the way. So, yeah, he's, mm. he's had seven Shout games. Out Sonny, man. Shout out Sonny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on a tear. Um, another guy who's raised his average is Riz. He started the season 24 for 37 in terms of plate appearances. And he's followed that up with 20 over 26. My Damn. guy, 20 over 26. That's crazy. Taher and Yusuf are also in the same boat. Um, so, and then, so that's kind of like who I have. And then, uh, that, so that's kind of who I have with the averages. You can also throw in Poppy in there. You can throw in Tucky, Shobi, Jav, Riyadh. And there's probably a couple other guys who I'm not mentioning, who I'm forgetting. So, so I apologize. But that's why that's who are, who kind of is unnoticed, but they've really raised their average in the last four weeks in terms of that um, runs created formula. Then you have guys who really just went bonkers with like the power. So um, Kara, this guy is Let's just go. Let's Kara. Let uh, me say, let me tell you one thing. Let me tell you one thing about Ismail Kara. Mashallah, this guy's on a tear. Everyone, yeah. like, no disrespect to Amar Askari because this guy's an absolute beast too. But everyone yeah. has been saying for the last whatever eleven episodes of the podcast, Amar Askari, rookie of the year. Amar Askari, rookie of the year. I think Ismail Kara, he may not be of traditional rookie age, uh, but he's making an absolute run for that rookie of the year title because he's been on a tear 
and I think really people should notice that he's also a rookie and he's in competition for really? that award too. Yeah, Listen, yeah, no, for sure. Rookie, so veteran numbers, rookie heart, baby. That's what it's about. That's yeah, what hey. it's about. Yeah, shout out to Ismail Kara. You know, and the funny thing is, like, you look at, you know, the Ayubids and you look at the Mamluks, they're both kind of in, like, a similar situation in terms of, like, the standings, which is pretty interesting. But, like, you also have to kind of look at, you know, with, you know, like, uh, what's his name? Ascari is, like, he unfortunately had a number of weeks where a lot of his team didn't show up, right? Yeah. So mm-hmm. that responsibility, in my opinion, is infinitely more on him than it is for the entire, like, Ismail. Like, I love Ismail, but really, you have to take that into consideration as well. That's like, a great point. Yeah, Ismail's having a fantastic season. He's a great shortstop, but he's also hitting incredible numbers. But Ascari not only has to try different positions all over the field, not only does he have to try to figure out, like, a roster for every given week due to, like, you know, un- you know weddings and all that type of stuff, but he has to try to find a way to win, right? And that kind of stress, I don't even know, like, what you go through on a week-to-week basis. And it could mm-hmm. probably be very disheartening, but that doesn't stop him from being an absolute bad buttocks on the field. I didn't want to say the A word, but yeah, shout-out to him too, you know? Yeah, shout-out to, to, to him. Um, so don't get it twisted. Yes, Ismail's been having a great season, but, you know, Ascari also, you know, you can have – it's all about the story, boys. Yeah. Um, yeah right, no, I'm I, just trying to defend my boy, bro. I'm just trying to defend my fellow teammate. So far, who else it. you got? Yeah, Safan, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. I know you guys love the first one, Kara. Um, uh, yeah, just in this in this power category, right? So, author, right? Author Aziz again, like this guy. Um, on July 11th, he had only three home runs. Now it's August, what 16th? 16th? So after um, three more games, he's had. Now he has nine home runs. So he's yeah, so he had yeah. so he so he's so he's so he's on a tear. He had six, 769 slugging. Now it's 1.1 slugging. God um, I know, right? Four, almost 400 points in slugging. So it could be the Birchwood too. Um, um, so Probably going back, going back to the, checking. going back to that point, it could be because and like they need him to like do that. But yeah, I just wanted to shout him out. Um, and, and then and then you have these two other guys. I'm just gonna park them for now because these guys are on like a matting um category right now. I have a to talk Martin, to it's something serious. But yeah, just going back to the first one, I forgot two guys. Um, Mo Kala, right? This guy had um, 13 hits in his first 10 games, which is not good by his standards. But now he's had 12 hits in his last six games. Um, and Nervy too. Mo. Yeah, shout out Mo. Uh, and then Nervy, right? This guy is 17 for his last 21 in plate appearances after going 12 for, for his first 25. So he went from .480 to .630. And he's Damn. doing it with the, and he's still doing it with the, with the, with the ball. So the pit, yeah, pitcher. But the two guys that are just on a mating, right? Um, because when we go back to the unnoticed, I don't think guys notice it to the level that I'm noticing it. Because when I talk about these guys, they're like two, three standard deviations from the mean. Like we're talking like supreme outlier territory right here. Supreme outliers. That's supreme outliers. Thing, man. Uh, Osman Batar, I told this guy, I'm glad Batar, I don't have to see yeah. you guys. I don't have to see you get again, right? This guy had 50 total bases in his first 41 plate appearances, and now he's had 49 total bases in his last 24 plate appearances. Oh my god, mashallah! And also, <laughs> you know, like it's depends on the perspective there, you know, like oh my god, actually, really quick story we had a practice, um, we were just having BP, and then the Nusrids happened to be in the other field. And the funny thing is, we I was, I was just admiring Buttar because I came by to say salam to the team. 
And I think center field's about 340 where we were part like like uh practicing. And this guy launched one, like it made it as if it was nothing, launched one over the 340 fence and even further on to like it was like a road passing by, he almost hit a car. It was insane. But yeah, this guy yeah. had yeah, he's on eat one. your veggies, people. Eat your Shout veggies. Shout out Batar. Eat your Shout veggies. Out Batar. Uh, he's got the best snacks in the game for sure. But the main guy, man, and he's just kind of showing us all why the mad is his. Um, okay, before I even say his name, yeah, 54 total bases in his first 41 plate, plate appearances. Um, but now the man has 55 total bases in only 28 plate, plate appearances. Damn. Damn. <laughs> this guy's on a wreckage, man. Who's that? He, um, Who's that? Who's that? Who's he that? had six Who's home that? runs in his first first um I think like for uh, up until July 11th he had six or seven home runs and he's had 11 home runs in the last like three weeks. Yo, who are you talking about, Saf? Well, I'm talking about the goat. I'm talking about Shohei Otani for our league. Um, I'm talking about Mr. Really? 100. Um, Mr. I'm talking really? about four. He's got 109 total bases. Um, the the average there is about like 30 or 40. Um, his his runs created formula the money ball like he's like four standard deviations above that he's doing so something man, that we've never me, seen man. who is it man tell us the it's name. Ray man it's, it's Shoei Otani yeah. man it's Ray man uh, if no no man um, means more to his team than this guy if you take him off his team his team is probably like a Ubits level jokes 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 um, no, but uh, um, but yeah this guy no, we have to give him his flowers right so now, I so when you said unnoticed like this is my level of unnoticed like this, like some of the guys who are doing really good, but maybe we just don't notice how good that they're doing. Um, like yeah. guys like Ray, like three, like I said, like three standard deviations, man. Like outlier to the ma- Let me tell max. you one thing about Safwan. Let me tell you one thing about Safwan. This guy's got so much love in his heart. Mashallah. Mashallah. I asked for one player that went unnoticed and this guy named like half the league goal. So, sure, you know, it, sure. just, it just, just, just goes to show how great the brothers are in this league. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That, that's pretty much yeah. it for me, though. Um, those are those are the guys, um, and you can name a lot more, but I just kept it to that. I'm going to keep that list because I'll be honest with you, every guy deserves to be on that list. But I just want to stay three standard deviations above. That's incredible stuff. We're going to make sure that that's three standard deviation below now, coming Sunday, <laughs> brother. You better be ready for some Sultan action on Birchwood One. Okay. 101, run, 101 home run, good for you. Doesn't mean nothing to me. Let's go. Yeah, baby. You love to see it. Any 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 last words, boys? Uh love you all, you know. And uh I, I love you. you too, last man. few weeks. Last few weeks, boys. Last Figure few weeks. What we need to do to, you know, get into playoff shape because it is going to be very, very competitive. And if you personally, and I'm talking to every single person in the Brotherhood League. Every single one of you, if you don't take responsibility for what you need to work on in order to be successful in this playoffs, you are going to cost your team. So go do the work, make it happen and make this playoffs the most incredible playoffs for competitive purposes. Okay. We're seeing you all on the field. Yeah. Yeah. My last words is for the boss Joe. Um, Let's do this, baby. Let's go and just have fun keep our tunes going, keep our good times going despite whatever outcome happens and let's just have fun and just show the league what, what we're about. So let's go, Abbasids. Let's go. You guys heard it from the men here. I just want to say it's been an absolute honor having both of you guys on this podcast. I do want to say one more thing. Ayubid's got the final charity week coming up this week. And if I don't see y'all buy some delicious burgers from Plan B, 
coming from plan B, South African restaurant. They're going to be so good. I'm a, I would be pretty cheesy. I'm not going to lie. Let's go. So what is that? 10 out 10? Out, come, What's the haul or nothing? I, listen, man, I, I'm going to have to. 499. I think I'm. I think this might be halal or nothing's first eleven out of ten. You know. They're so old. let's get everyone, man. Come, come out, come out to charity day this Sunday. Buy some food. Uh, I hear there's a little bit of a raffle too. Stay tuned. Oh, stay tuned. Open up. Open up your wallets. It's the last charity day of the year. You know. Um, may Allah subhanahu wa taala put, you know, barakah in your wallets. So and your bats. yeah, and your bats and your bats. I mean. So again, man. Pleasure having both of y'all on the podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam. Wa alaikum assalam.